Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Greg Voss. I'm the Vice President of Operations with the St. John's County Chamber of Commerce, and I'm here with Bob Porter, Vice President of Public Policy for the Chamber, and welcome to the first podcast of 2019, The Business Lens. Uh, Bob, you want to tell us what we are talking about today? What we are talking about primarily today, Greg, is the uh, brand new Governor Ron DeSantis's fresh off the printer budget uh, proposal that will be before the Florida legislature starting the first week in March. To that point, Bob, I want to chat a little bit about uh, and get your thoughts on, on this budget. There was a lot made of, of a conservative Republican governor presenting this particular budget. Can you say anything about that? Because I think there was an expectation that he was really going to hack this thing up, and it's really been quite the opposite, at least now, before it, before it works its way through the process. Um, do you have any insight on some of those things, why that is, and, um, and what we can expect as this thing plays out? Well, it's funny. If you listen to the governor himself, he said that uh, in response to some of that head-scratching, he said he's fulfilling campaign promises that he made. Sure. Uh, what's interesting is that this is his first budget, which people forget it, it's primarily a, a, a Rick Scott budget right. that he right. played around the edges with because he only had a couple of months to get a budget in place. Right. And so I think what he may have done is put forward what I call the nice Ron DeSantis budget his first year out, um, as witnessed by the fact that the Florida Education Association was more supportive of it than sure a certain Republican. Uh, you would think a Republican governor would get support from, right? Uh, precisely. But on the other hand, I think it was a very smart move on his part because he hit all the touch points that appeal to moderates as well as the conservatives, frankly. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. Whether it's education, whether it's environment, whether it's, you know, school safety. One of the things that, that I saw about this, this budget is, uh, first, it's the largest in state history. It's $91.3 billion, I think. And it, and it increases money for state agencies. Again, this is, this is a little bit contrary to what we expect to see from a Republican governor. Uh, it, it, it increases the state's workforce. Um, again, that I don't often see from a Republican governor. With respect to the schools, uh, it's a $224 per pupil increase. Uh, and a lot of that is going, obviously, to, to school hardening. Um, is there anything with, with respect to, to the increase in, in what we're seeing for, for the schools, is there anything aside from, from school security that we should be looking for? Uh, specifically with request of the schools, and it's a, it's a complicated document, but um, Florida, as you know, uh, takes a certain percentage of the uh, property taxes that mm -hmm. you pay, and essentially it rebates it back to individual counties. And the legislature has for years played the game of uh, raising and lowering that figure depending upon uh, what their budget uh, looks for. Now, it's my understanding that the DeSantis budget proposes a 3% cut in statewide school taxes. It's about $300 million. Right, yeah. yeah. But are they going to, I, that is clearly a negotiable figure, of, you know, as we go forward. Uh, interestingly, what... Um, I, I had a couple of questions uh, when the budget first came out posed to me by uh, uh, members actually of our public policy committee. Where'd all the money come from? Sure. How all of a sudden does he yeah. find an extra $2 billion? Yeah. Well, in <laughs> fact, 
the, the state brought in about a billion and a half more dollars in yeah. revenue yeah. than it had last year. Before we came on, you had mentioned something to me because we, we were talking about this, which is the $625 million for environmental initiatives. Now, in the last hour or so, there's been a bit of a wrinkle with that. Can, can you explain what that is, Bob? Yeah, the House Budget Committee and the House Appropriators are already starting to take a look at where is that money going to come from? Sure. And there are rumors that uh, uh, they may be two to $250 million short of the governor's request right. for $650 million for environmental restoration. But right. you right. expect those kind of things. Remember, we're still six weeks away. There's a long way to go before yes. this thing is done. The, the other thing that, that I found interesting is that th this budget was embraced by uh, Senate President Galvano. Um, but uh, Oliva over in the House wasn't as thrilled um, with with this, and I think that I think that that's sort of the process of what you're speaking to um, now in terms of where this thing needs to go, and that there's a long way to go before this. Well, thing and, and finish you're absolutely right. Historically, the uh, the governor's budget is larger. The House budget numbers are smaller and the Senate budget numbers are somewhere in between. So yeah. this is clearly just his marker for moving forward. Now there were a couple of things in the budget that surprised a lot of people and I'll be curious to see if the governor will back this up. Probably the most significant one that has a, a potentially direct benefit to St. John's County is that for the first time in recent memory, a governor has included in his budget language that he will not sweep any of the uh, Sadowski Affordable Housing Funds, right. which is yeah. a trust fund that was set up, paid for by stamp taxes on every real estate transaction, and it's supposed to go into a fund right. that is, again, distributed around the state to provide assistance for affordable housing. Right. Historically, that is also the legislature's piggy bank. Yeah, they yeah. love to go in and grab that money. <laughs> yeah. They've done it every that, year. They? Really They've done it that. every year for the last four or five, and the governor this year came out and said, not gonna happen. Yeah. Now what he didn't say was not gonna happen or I will line item veto the bill. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's the stick on top of the, the carrot. Governor, so. The governor has that ability in Florida oh, yes. to do that. Florida forever. Uh, $100 million. I don't know if, if everybody knows what that is, what Florida Forever is. It's basically a state fund to buy up endangered and conservation uh, land from right. private landowners to put it into a permanent, what I call a land bank, but it's basically mm -hmm. whether it becomes a state park or it becomes a conservation area. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's been used quite a bit around the Everglades. It's been used up in uh, uh, St. John's County. Uh, in past years, and it's uh, uh, a little surprising that he would uh, earmark a hundred million dollars toward that. Yeah, but that's uh, again, this is all this is all subject to obviously change. The last last thing I wanted to ask you about, Bob, um, at least with respect to, to the Florida budget, is uh, for businesses, but specifically businesses in St. Johns County. Um, what should should the business community hear? be looking for? Uh, what, what are the things that are going to be of, of most interest to, to our business community here and, and have the greatest impact, at least in your opinion, as it stands now? 
Well, the taxes, uh, you know, clearly that's something near and dear to everybody's heart. Uh, one thing the governor did not include in his budget proposal is an additional cut in the commercial rent tax. Right. Um, governor Scott proposed that every year for eight years. And uh, um, frankly, I expect to see it being proposed in the legislature. Hopefully, there will be enough money to allow the legislature to continue that very painfully slow reduction of the commercial rent tax mm. that everybody in the state of Florida who rents commercial space pays. Yeah. Nobody can yeah. tell you why, they yeah. just can't figure out how to come up with the money that it generates. <laughs> That's one issue. Um, the other one which is very important to our uh, business development uh, community and then uh, also the, uh, the tourism community, which is the lifeblood of St. Johns County, is the governor has proposed continued funding of both Enterprise Florida and Visit Florida. Yeah. Uh, you may recall, right. you know, over the last three or four years, they've become punching bags. Oh, yeah, no, no, this is, uh, it actually seems to be pretty smooth right now. So far, so good, and that's really good news for uh, the St. John's County uh, tourism industry as well as yeah. for, frankly, the economic development uh, yeah. sector in this part of the state. Yeah. The last thing that, that we'll touch on today uh, in, in this edition of the Business Lens, I think, is is there any, from, from the county budget, 2019-2020 county budget, um, is there anything on that uh, preliminarily that you see that, uh, that will, will, in your opinion, be talked about a lot further? Uh, what, what are the highlights of that as you see it right now? I realize there's a lot of road to go. But well, the, I mean, the longstanding uh, head-scratching issue that uh, the county commission has been engaged in for the last six or eight months is how do you help uh, pay the county share for the beach for nourishment replenishment in the northern beaches? Yeah. That is uh, a vitally important uh, effort. It costs a lot of money. The Army Corps of Engineers has antied up, the state of Florida will ante up, and St. John's County has got to ante up. And yeah. how they keep that three-legged stool together has been uh, kind of the elusive uh, hunt. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, issue, and again, it's a longstanding issue before the commission, is that our infrastructure is woefully behind. Uh, we're behind on road maintenance. We're behind on, yeah. you know, yeah. the unfun things that government does that everybody depends upon. And these are very large dollar um, uh, projects that have to be done to allow us to maintain the quality of life that we, we and everybody touts for St. John's County. So that's going to impact, I think, some of the decisions that the uh, commission has to face is how do you uh, ante up that money? How do you right. divide up that money so that we can maybe get ahead of the curve on uh, uh, all of these new residents coming into St. John's County who are demanding roads that you can drive on. And anything from uh, from the city of St. Augustine or the city of St. Augustine Beach that's significant right now? Uh, well, uh, the, the big issue for both the beach and the city has been uh, that influx of people into St. John's County who all want sure. to come down to St. Augustine and all want to go to the beach and where do they park their cars? How do they get around the city of St. Augustine, an 18th century city that was not designed for the kind of traffic uh, that we have? Uh, the city of St. Augustine instituted, or actually implemented last week, uh, the new Park Now app. I think it's called Park St. Aug. Uh, 
which is uh, an app that you put on your cell phone and actually pay for parking. They're hoping that that will, if not eliminate, it will ameliorate uh, some of the uh, ongoing traffic problems that we have out on the beach. Uh, big issue recently, uh, and it will come up a couple of times this spring, is a question of banning plastic straws and styrofoam oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's containers at the beach. It's turning more and more of a big issue nationally, too. And it's a really big issue. Um, and I honestly don't know where we're going to go with this, but a lot of people have a lot of money uh, at stake, whether you're the carry-out restaurant, whether you're the neighborhood uh, grocery store, whether you're the dry cleaner. Yeah, yeah. You know, you use all of these plastic uh, items, and the Beach Commissioner is going to have, uh, uh, have an interesting time wading through those. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of The Business Lens. We appreciate you uh, listening to this podcast, and we'll see you soon.